This is Behind the Wager, presented by Behind the Wall Media. Call me a Jetra or Daytona because I'm on fire. I will never financially recover from that pick. And now your host, Henry Hobbs. Alrighty. It's behind the wager. I'm Henry Hobbs. We got gambler chief Steve Alfont. He's back from his sabbatical. Steve, <laughs> welcome back. Thanks. Great to be back. Yeah, it was actually it was probably a good thing you missed last week because it was it was horrific across the board. I I I only had one bet hit and it was the uh, the no stage sweep per usual. I, I I thought it was I thought it was shaping up to be a great week and I, I failed once again. Yeah, I would say of the next gen races this year, that one was probably the my least favorite. It was still a good race though. Yeah, it just it, it didn't hit like the other three races hit. Like it was it was interesting. And I mentioned on the on the main podcast, I think that the next gen car, it, it's a great car and it's gonna expose the tracks so that are just bad tracks. Fantastic. But before before we got to uh I mean the past couple of years we've been racing a bad car on bad tracks and you you can't really tell a difference. So now that we've got a good car on a bad track, it's gonna it's gonna show. So I think that's I, th- I think Phoenix is a bad track. It's good for restarts and it's good for fan amenities. But besides that, there's just not much. That, there. It's not, it's not fun racing. That's Phoenix right there. The, you nailed it with the, the restarts. Like that's exhilarating to watch is you, you know, you know, they're going to just spread across the track and then you have two, three, four laps later. It's like, all right, well, I'll yeah. settle in for a few minutes. Like the restarts are great, and I'm, I love the dog leg for that specific fact. But once the once the racing starts, the racing surface is so, or once after the restarts, the racing surface is so wide that the cars are spread out. You know, yeah, you can get three, four wide, but they're going to be like twenty feet apart from each other. So, you know, if there's a way at Phoenix, I mean, first of all, get rid of the resin; you don't need it. Second of all, if you could Definitely. like open up the the dog leg for restarts only, but then you know the next slap you can't use the dog leg that would be nice yeah. because i think the dog leg takes away from the beat and bang in just because it's such a wide track uh, that's the only fix for phoenix i've got right now yeah that's that's an interesting concept or and i'll maybe i can go even more radical is there's two lanes you either pick the dog leg deep into the dog leg or you stay on the racing surface up at the top no yeah, just grass up the rest. Yeah, just grass the rest of it. Yeah, something like that. Okay, I dig that. I'm a little out of out of, out of line for that though. <laughs> I I mean, it seems like you've been playing with Hot Wheels because I mean, it sounds like one of those tracks <laughs> that you set up and it splits and the car goes either way or like a slot car or maybe doing too much figure eight stuff. Yeah, the demolition derby back on uh, like Grid Two or whatever that game was, but. Uh, this is essentially this this upcoming weekend. Folds of Honor, Quick Trip, Five Hundred at Atlanta. The first time with this new configuration on the track, it's gonna it's it's got the Super Speedway package. It's got the Super Speedway rule that you can't pass the double yellow, but it's actually uh, red and white at Atlanta. 
you can't pass below that. So I think we're we're getting into the territory. First, first of all, sorry, I'm so scatterbrained right now. Uh, first of all, brand new car, brand new track. That's gonna that's insane. Uh, second of all, it's uh, technically a super speedway race now, even though it's a mile and a half track. But you've got there's so many unknowns. So I mean, we're back. This is essentially the second super speedway race of the year. We have no idea what's gonna go. Yeah, I can't wrap my brain around what you're saying. Whenever you're saying we're at our super, second super speedway race and we're going to Atlanta, um, I, I like I don't know what to expect. I think the drivers have a little bit of an idea what to expect, but they definitely, you know, it's like you said, it's a new car, a new track. Uh, it's and it's a super speedway package essentially. So uh, that's kind of where I'm going to base my bets around this week. Also that. That's exactly what I did. I, I'm taking the super speedway strategy, uh, and uh, we'll we'll get to those picks. So I'll, I'll go ahead and start off. Bread and butter pick right here. It's hit every single week this year. Uh, no stage sweep, so no driver's going to win stage one, stage two, and win the race at a whopping minus 1,430. I'll take that as a dub. I need it really bad. Yeah. I think that's my only win so far. Yeah, it's. Uh, I like that bet. Um. I, uh, I, I'm sticking with the, uh, <laughs> the, uh, we got a, uh, we got a special guest on <laughs> yeah. Steve's mic. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm going to go with the verses here. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm going to jump into my next pick. Uh, we mentioned that it's a, it's a super speedway race in the eyes of NASCAR. So you think of, the teams that dominate super speedways, usually you think Ford, but I think this year with how the cars are performing and what we've seen so far going with a Chevrolet winning manufacturer at plus 14, uh, one, uh, I can't even read at plus one forty. Uh, I was a big Ford guy to start the season. And then the one week I picked Chevy, it decided, they decide to put a Ford in victory lane. So, you know, I'm going to hedge my best. I'm going with Chevy once again, hopefully I'm, I can actually hit one of these. I've done it. I've only done it once so far, but uh, I, I feel like this is a, a good week for the Chevrolets. Yeah, I actually, uh, I'm actually going with Ford uh, at of plus course. 175, and I'll tell you why. And I'm going to go ahead and give you uh, who I have my race winner as, and the logic I have behind it. So we started the season off with a track that no one had ever drove on, and who won that race? Jerry Logano. The Coliseum. Yeah. So uh, here we are at another new track with the same new car. I'm going to go ahead and go with Logano. So I'm going to go take Ford at plus one. Wait a second. And Logano. I, if, if, if I remember correctly, the first super speedway race we had this season, you were fading Logano because he ends up in Rex. So are you are you going back on your statement that Logano finds Rex at super speedways? I'm not. What I think is going to happen is this is going to race more like Texas did with a low horsepower package or Charlotte when they did the all-star race um, and they ran that lower horsepower package and it was a what you would call a pack racing essentially. I think we're going to see some of that and it's not going to be as aggressive as uh, Daytona or probably what Talladega is going to be. Okay. All right. So who did you have in your versus matchup? <laughs> yeah. Before I was rudely interrupted. Uh, 
Yeah, thanks, Elliot. Yeah, <laughs> shout out to Elliot. Uh, I am going to take Austin Sendrick over Brad Keselowski at minus one fifteen. Uh, just throw a little money on that. I think that Sendrick has. I wouldn't say he's fell off because he's a rookie, but since the 500, he's not had as good a luck. Uh, uh, but I think that, like I said, I'm basing my bets around what we've seen so far. So I'm going to take Cindric over Keselowski. You know, I, I kind of, I'm 50, 50 on that pick because I like it because Brad Keselowski's in the RFK car right now. And the, their equipment has just not been there since we left the LA Coliseum. But we've got the uh, we've got the the super speedway package here, and Brad is he excels at the super speedway. So you know, on any any, any other circumstance, if it was a normal Atlanta race, I'd be all for Cindric. But I don't know something about Brad Keselowski with this type of racing. I feel like with there uh, there could be some issues there, but. I dig it. I'm not. I'm not man enough no, to jump I, on that. Though I agree with you, there definitely could be some issues for people that are in front of Brad Keselowski because he will plow through them. <laughs> Speaking of plowing through people, I got top five: Ricky Stenhouse Jr. <laughs> nice segue. Thank you. I said at the beginning of the show, I'm basing my picks as if we were going to Talladega, but smaller. So. You think of super speedways, you think of Ricky Stenhouse Jr. always finding a way up at the front. And if he doesn't wreck, I think he will end up in the top five. So book that plus 560. Yeah, that's a solid bet. I, I kind of like your logic there. You you almost sold me on it. I, I could do some more selling if you want. <laughs> what, what, would it, what, how, what would it take to convince you to take this pick? If it wasn't Ricky Stenhouse. <laughs> He doesn't. He doesn't have the mullet, so he's not as aggressive anymore. That's that you know is a what? fact. I never factored that in. So you may have a you may have a very good point there. The mullet's yep. gone now. That has to at least be like a negative ten on the aggression scale. Okay, here's another one for you. Danica Patrick is not in the booth, so he does not need to show off. <laughs> oh man, you know have what? I, you yeah. know what? I'm done. I'm going to throw. I'm going to throw some chump change on that. Let's go. All right, I knew I I had a couple more points. Not really, but I was just going to come <laughs> up with them on the fly. But I figured those two would be the most significant in getting you to jump on this bet with me. Yep. All right. Uh, Dark Horse, Underdog, who are you taking this weekend? I am taking a track house car, and it's going to be Daniel Suarez this week. Uh, man, I am so happy with that team. Uh, what have you thought of oh, them yeah. so far? spectacular every you, week. you know you look at you look at what they did last year and they were they were okay but now that we've got to this new car the the great equalizer i'll say it a billion times for the remainder I of the season I, I cannot believe with how well they're performing it's it's unbelievable we've seen you know three straight top five finishes for both teams or you know at least one guy uh right. with team track house but uh i i I'm, I'm high on them. I, I was looking at Ross Chastain as my underdog, but then I went back to my super speedway state of mind. So I had to, I just wish it up, but I, I like the, uh, I like that pick. Yeah. It, it's, uh, it's been fun to see them have good cars and not just be mid to lower mid pack cars. Uh, I think they've had some issues with, I would argue luck, but, uh, or, and, you know, Suarez probably should have at least, made it interesting in California if he would have stayed on the freaking high side, but it's been awesome <laughs> watching that team this year. So Suarez at plus 5,000, that's my, my dark horse. 
All right. Speaking of hot rods and impressive teams, I'm going to go with 2311's Bubba Wallace at plus 2,500 as my dark horse. Once again, super speedway. I'm going to say it probably two, three more times this episode. It's a super speedway race. Who excels at super speedway races in a Toyota? Bubba Wallace. Book it. Plus 2,500. Let me, I, I, first of all, I love that. And I'm going to piggyback onto that. I also bet on Bubba at plus 370 to finish in the top five, simply because of the, what you just stated. Because uh, he is just good there at these types of races. So, yeah, I love, I love the bet. I love, I'd love to see Bubba Wallace jump back into victory lane and, you know, dominate and get the win. So the, uh, the haters can't say anything. But uh, I just, so I think this is a track that they've had circled on their schedule because I the with the package and the layout of the track now, I think it really uh, works well with Bubba's skill set. I mean, he's a fantastic driver, but I think that uh, that this this specific track and the fact that no one knows what's going on, I, I really I'm really high on him this weekend. Yeah, and I think I think that team in general is still figuring some things out early on. Uh, and Toyota itself, honestly, it seems like they've, they missed the mark, honestly, to start the year, but, uh, but yeah, I like what I see and, you know, he's, he's very good at play races, so, or pack races, we should say. So let's see, let's see what happens here. Yeah, I'm, I'm fired up for it, but let's go ahead and jump into money picks and our money picks are brought to you by fan cards. If you're looking for a gift or debit card for your favorite college team, then you need to know about fan cards. They've got licensed gift and debit cards powered by MasterCard for over 25 of the biggest teams in college sports. Plus, when you order a card and set up direct deposit, you're automatically entered to win tickets to see your team play. Just head to myfancard.com to learn more. Once again, myfancard com and we are doing a giveaway right now on twitter uh collaboration with fan card and behind the wall media if you go on twitter and go to uh go to our account we've got a tweet up there and if you retweet it tag three friends follow behind the wall media and fan cards you're automatically entered to win a 50 dollars fan card gift card that, and you could pick the team so you you know i i entered hopefully i end up with a 50 dollars alabama gift card uh, powered by MasterCard, because that'd be pretty sweet. Uh, definitely allow me to make some more money picks, but, uh, you know, <laughs> money picks. Here we go. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. Steve. Yes, sir. Who you got this weekend? Who you got? Well, <clears throat> I mentioned it earlier. Um, I'm taking Ford at plus 175, and that is because my pick is going to be Logano at plus 1,200. He won the Coliseum race. He's, I believe he won the Bristol Dirt Race last year. Yep. He is just, you know, he's another guy that's a great driver, uh, whether people like him or not. Um, He's going to give it everything he's got and he's either going to be wind up on a flatbed or in victory <laughs> lane. So, uh, <laughs> I don't hate it. Give me Logano. I'm going to stick with Chevy and Hendrick motorsports. Think about, think a couple years back, uh, 2019 spring race, the Geico 500 at Talladega, my man, Chase Elliott 
took home the dub. He's been searching for a, uh, a win uh, on a super speedway track ever since. So I'm going to take Chase Elliott at plus 1,200. Uh, I was I was torn between Ryan Blaney and Chase Elliott, but I, I think that the motivation for Chase Elliott's there. Yeah, home, home state, he hasn't won in Atlanta yet. Uh, it'd be awesome for him to win he's on this. Uh, this yeah, he's he's very dude. I think this uh, this new track layout suits him very well. So I I would I would find it crazy for myself not to pull uh not to pick Chase Elliott at his home track. Yeah, I like it's, that pick. It's impossible not to. And I, I agree with you on the Blaney thing too. Uh, I feel like his time is coming, and and Elliott definitely, you know, after what he did last year and the year before, he's uh he's due for sure. Yeah. All right. Sunday, March 20th at 3 p.m. Eastern on Fox, the Folds of Honor Quick Trip 500 at Atlanta Motor Speedway. On behalf of Steve Hoffon, I'm Henry Alves. We'll see you next week. I can't sleep tonight. Do you-